0: 888K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Sherofsky. The headlines: Students conduct COVID-19 tests before sitting for their university entrance exams. A lawmaker says it will be easy for people to get around new anti-scalping rules for sports venues. And Shanghai reports over seventeen thousand new local coronavirus infections. Queues have formed at schools today as students writing university entrance exams lined up for their temperature checks. School staff checked their health declaration forms, negative test results, along with other paperwork. A few exam candidates at a Shek Kep May school said they had to get out of bed earlier than usual at around 5 a.m. because the rapid COVID tests can take up to 20 minutes to show a result. One candidate said it was troublesome, but that waking up early had given him motivation to study. Since I wake up at this hour, I can begin studying earlier, but
1: the result of the rapid test won't come out immediately. You have to wait. It's very
0: troublesome. The worst part is that I have to get tested every day. It's not like you can do it just once. DAB lawmaker Frankie Ngann says the government's anti-scalping rules for sports venues may not work and will only push prices higher. From next month, people who book government recreation and sports facilities must be present during the reserved session. Authorities will conduct spot checks and the person will be banned from booking facilities for 90 days if they breach the rules twice in a month. But Mr. Ngan says it's easy to get around the new measure.
1: Some people will employ someone to book the sports centre and stay there and sell the book to the payer. The shortage of the sports center is the main reason why people pay a high price for the booking sports center. The government should follow the sports facility from the
0: secondary school and the community center. Then in a short period, they can increase the sports facility immediately. A green group is appealing to volunteers to help move bags of garbage from Tap Mun, otherwise known as Grass Island. The site near Saikong is popular with campers and day trippers. The Environmental Association said some 80 kilograms of trash in garbage bags have been left on the island apparently by volunteers doing beach cleanups, who were then unable to carry the rubbish to a ref- refuse collection point. Eric Kerung, a project manager with the association, said the government should do more to raise awareness among people, not to leave rubbish behind.
1: We have reported to the government department that sometimes the area is really
2: remote. And so I think we will motivate some volunteers to go to the areas to take away some of the starvation, and help to
1: protect the environment.
0: Shanghai has reported 11 more COVID-related deaths and over 17,000 new local infections as authorities doubled down on their efforts to fight the outbreak by launching a new round of citywide testing. Jimmy Choi reports.
2: The new cases involve 1,931 symptomatic cases and 15,698 asymptomatic ones. That compares with 2,830 symptomatic cases and 16,552 asymptomatic cases the day before. The city's death toll in the latest wave of infections now stands at 36. The commercial hub of 26 million people has remained locked down since early April. On its official WeChat account, the Shanghai government said the battle to attain zero COVID has arrived at a critical stage, adding that the city's epidemic situation is showing a positive trend. It's that Shanghai can be reopened in stages when it achieves community zero COVID while continuing to maintain effective control measures. Meanwhile, the National Health Commission reported 2,119 symptomatic cases and 16,383 asymptomatic cases nationwide, with Jilin and Jiangsu provinces among the places seeing new infections.
0: Turning overseas and President Biden says the United States will send another 800 million U.S. dollars of military assistance to Ukraine, doubling the amount announced last week. He said the nature of the warfare on Ukraine's eastern front meant different equipment was required. President Biden also said the U.S. was also helping other countries deliver assistance to Ukraine. On top of these direct contributions from the United States, we're facilitating the significant flow of weapons and systems to Ukraine from other allies and partners around the world. We won't always be able to advertise everything that our partners are doing to support Ukraine and fight for freedom, but to modernize Teddy Roosevelt's famous advice, sometimes we will speak softly and carry a large javelin. Meanwhile, President Volodymyr Zelensky has indicated he's pursuing possible diplomatic or military avenues for countering the Russian siege of Mariupol, where only a small pocket of Ukrainian resistance remains. In a virtual address to a World Bank forum, President Zelensky said Ukraine needs 7 billion US dollars a month to make up for losses caused by Russia. He also called for Russia's immediate exclusion from international financial institutions. The president of the World Bank, David Malpass, outlined the financial impact of Russia's assault.
3: The World Bank Group has completed an early assessment of the physical damage. It puts the cost in terms of buildings and infrastructure, the narrow cost at roughly $60 billion. That doesn't include the growing economic costs to Ukraine's economy. And also, of course, the war is still ongoing, so those costs are rising.
0: Florida lawmakers have voted to strip Disney of its governing status in a move widely seen as retaliation for the company's opposition to a new state law limiting discussion of LGBT issues in schools. For the past 55 years, the special status has given the Walt Disney Company autonomous powers. The BBC's Azadi Moshiri explains.
3: So they're fairly far-reaching and they date back to the 1960s when Disney originally inked that deal with Florida. It's part of the reason that they decided to open so many theme parks in the state, why it's become the single largest private employer there. And essentially, it allows it to operate like its own municipal government over that district. It's got its own board of supervisors, its own fire department. They can build roads. It can also levy taxes. Most importantly, it's saved Disney millions into taxes and fees but of course now uh, after this vote that looks like this could come crashing down
0: u.s prosecutors have charged the former president of honduras juan orlando hernandez with conspiring to traffic huge amounts of cocaine into the united states the u.s justice department said mr hernandez who was extradited on thursday received millions of dollars from drug gangs the u.s attorney general merrick garland spoke about the case
1: These charges are part of a years-long investigation of criminal drug trafficking organizations and their infiltration of the Honduran government. So far, this investigation has led to the conviction of numerous Honduran drug traffickers who are responsible for the importation of over 500,000 kilograms of cocaine into the United States, as well as dozens of foreign murders.
0: Australia's most populous states have abolished a raft of coronavirus rules, including compulsory isolation for close contacts. Some vaccine mandates for key workers will also be scrapped as authorities move to coexist with COVID-19. Here's the BBC's Phil Mercer.
1: This is a major overhaul of coronavirus restrictions for more than half of the Australian population. Close contacts of COVID-19 cases in the states of New South Wales and Victoria will no longer have to isolate for seven days. They must, however, wear a mask indoors and be tested regularly. Many business leaders said the quarantine measures were too strict because they forced workers who weren't infected to stay at home. Paul Guerra is
0: the head of the Victorian Chamber of Commerce. We get to put COVID in the rear view mirror and finally leave the baggage of restrictions, isolations, and check-ins behind us. It means that the maximum available staff will now be with us. Researchers in Britain say the largest ever analysis of thousands of tumors has unveiled a host of clues about the causes of cancer. Some of their findings suggest there are additional causes of cancer which aren't yet fully understood. More from the BBC's Smith and Mundasad.
2: Most cancers begin when changes to genes make cells in our bodies grow and multiply uncontrollably. In the largest study to date, researchers analysed the complete genetic makeup, or whole genome sequences, of thousands of tumours from more than twelve thousand NHS patients. The data allowed them to detect patterns in the DNA of cancer, so-called mutational signatures that hold key information about how some cancers arise and potentially how better to treat them.
0: New details have been revealed in the court case in Virginia between Johnny Depp and his ex-wife Amber Heard, including a series of graphic text messages that he sent to fellow actor Paul Bettany about her. A warning, some listeners may find the details that were read out in court disturbing.
2: You text Mr. Bettany, let's burn Amber. Three exclamation points, right? You see that? I do see that. And at this time, June 11, 2013, Amber is your girlfriend or or perhaps even your fiance at this point, correct? Uh, Girlfriend, for sure. And and you didn't stop when you said, let's burn Amber. Because the, the next text down, you say, let's drown her before we burn her.
0: The Hollywood actor who denies abusing Ms. Hurd was also questioned about his drug and alcohol use. One of the dresses used by Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz is going on show this weekend and is up for sale. The costume is expected to reach more than a million U.S. dollars at auction in Los Angeles next month. Helen Hall is the director of popular culture at Bonham's Auction House.
2: The dress was given to the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C. in the 1970s. Fast forward to the 1980s, it it was lost. Meanwhile, the university spent about 30 years looking for it and couldn't find it. In COVID, someone was unpacking boxes that had been in, in their office that they'd never opened. And there was, the, there was the dress. The really exciting thing is that after spending hours poring over the film, we've managed to match this one to the scene in the witch's castle.
0: A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 20,587. That's 107 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $58 billion. In currencies, the U.S. dollar will buy you 128.44 yen. The euro is standing at 1 U.S. dollar and 8 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 21 cents. And to sport, Ukraine's highest-ranked tennis player Alina Svitolina says Russian and Belarusian players who speak out against the attack on her homeland should be allowed to compete at Wimbledon. On on Wednesday, the All-England Club banned players representing Russia and Belarus from competing at this year's tournament, a decision which the ATP and WTA described as unfair. The Russian player Andrei Rublev called it a complete discrimination. Svitolina says players should be allowed to play if they condemn the military action.
3: For now, this was not the the idea um, to do. Now I wanna say that we don't want to ban completely, but we just want them to to speak up to say their choice if they are with the rest of the world or they are with the Russian people and the Russian government. So this is this is for me the main point.
0: In football, after weeks of speculation, Manchester United have confirmed the Ajax coach Eric Ten Hag as their next manager. The Dutchman will take over from interim boss Ralph Rangnick at the end of the current season. More from the BBC's Simon Stone.
1: Eric Ten Hag, the Ajax boss, has signed a three-year contract to take over at Manchester United in the summer with the option to extend for a further year. Ten Hag calls it a great honour and he is hugely excited by the challenge ahead and the challenge is a fairly sizeable one it has to be said on the on the back of a 4-0 a defeat by Liverpool and various poor results this season but Ten Hag has decided to cash in his chips with Ajax and bring his uh, growing reputation to Manchester United.
0: On the pitch, Burnley took a big step towards Premier League survival with the 2-0 win over Southampton at Turf Moor. The Clarets remain in the relegation zone, but they're just one point behind Everton in 17th. The BBC's Ian Dennis has more detail.
1: Burnley have given themselves hope after a crucial victory, back-to-back home wins for the first time since December 2020. Romeo squandered two free headers for Southampton, but other than that, Burnley were brilliant. Roberts with a beauty, a curling goal after 12 minutes, and then a Collins header before half-time. In between, Fraser Forster made a string of outstanding saves, while in the second half, Tarkovsky went close, and Burnley had a third goal ruled out for offside after VAR. Burnley played with a greater freedom, more expansive and backed by a raucous crowd, have moved within touching distance of Everton. Indeed, by the time the Merseyside derby kicks off on Sunday, Burnley could be out of the relegation zone with a win against Wolves
0: in spain barcelona returned to second in la liga with a one nil win away at the real sociedad gabon striker pierre emmerich obama scored the only goal of the game sevilla recovered from their three two defeat against the league leaders real madrid at the weekend with a three two win of their own away at struggling levante And to the weather forecast, it will be hot with sunny intervals with one or two showers, cloudy with coastal mist tonight, the outlook, sunny periods, and a bit of rain in the next few days. Right now, it's 26 degrees Celsius with relative humidity, 79%. And that's the news from RTHK. (laughs)
1: It's really something telling me to run away. Yeah, cook the ceiling, my hands on like a shit lost
3: Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Sadia Osmani, and it's Friday, yay! And I'm sure many of you are actually looking forward to the weekend with the easing of the social distancing restrictions. My voice is going now. On the show today at 1.30, just after 1.30, my guest will be Xavier Mahé, the General Manager of the French May Arts Festival 2022. With a theme of Art Unboxed, the festival runs from May to June, and I'll be finding out about some of the exciting things on offer for you. And then after 2pm, Victor Kumar is here with VK Vibes. And this week, his short meditative session focuses on Ahimsa, the ancient Indian principle of non-violence which applies to all living beings. That is all happening between now and 3pm.
1: For them hood girls, them